0: Welcome back to Ask Dr. E, where Dr. Michael Easley answers your biblical or theological questions in 10 minutes or less. Today's question comes from Fred. Does spiritual warfare take place here on earth or in a spiritual realm or both? What do you think, Dad?
1: Great question. Complicated question. Let's first talk about spiritual warfare a tad. I would say, and not to sound too overgeneralized, so much of what's written on this topic is just contrived. And it really frustrates me when people get pulled into the spiritual warfare discussion. That said, I'm not trying to ignore it or hide from it, but a clear understanding of what the warfare is, is helpful. So before I answer the question, let me read Ephesians chapter six, verse 12, where Paul says, actually, let me back it up and read verses 10 and following. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might, put on the full armor of God so that you will be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this darkness, and against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places. So Paul's talking about Fred, what you're asking is, you know, is it here, is it in a realm or both? Yes, because that's what Paul says. It's rulers, powers, world forces of this darkness. So world leaders, people, humans on this earth. And the wickedness in the heavenly places. Paul also talks about rulers and principalities. And it's a little hard because we don't have the language in English to understand, but think of it like, And this is a bad illustration, hang with me, three spheres above us. Each sphere, there is spiritual warfare going on. It's a two-legged illustration, but each of those spheres, there is something going on. That's what Paul is saying here. And so understanding our role in this, to me, is more important than what's happening. Because we're never told to fight these agencies. We're not told to fight the principalities. We're told to what? Be strong. Stand firm.
0: Yeah, stand firm.
1: And I find it fascinating when even the VBS, you probably had the full armor of God thing, and you did the flannel graph and made all the thing, and you put it all on. But it never says use the sword. It never says go fight. It says stand firm. That's precisely what he says here. Be strong, not in your own strength, and the Lord and the strength of his might. Put on the full armor, which is by faith, embracing these things he's talked about, So that, purpose clause, you may be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. What are those schemes? They're not flesh and blood. That's called sin. They're rulers, powers, world forces in this darkness, spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places. So, I mean, it's an exciting subject. I mean, think of all the films and movies that are made about spiritual warfare from, you know, I hate to name them because then it's association and I've watched them all. (laughs) But but these movies about exorcisms and stigmatas and Constantine or whatever these stories are, and there's so much interest in this occult and demonic thing. And I get it. I've never watched it, truly, but there's a whole series called Lucifer on one of the streaming channels. Mm. I don't know if it's... Netflix or whatever, I, maybe it's benign. I don't know. People are fascinated by this yeah. stuff. Stand firm. Stand firm in the grace and knowledge of Jesus Christ. You don't need to study this stuff. You don't need to study all the world's view on evil. How I mean, Evil's out there. It's real. I had a professor in seminary, Dr. Robert Leitner, and the class was on angelology and we read a number of texts but one of them we've talked about on the broadcast is called Angels Elect an Evil by C Fred Dickinson it's still a great text but Dr Leitner had a transparency in those days we didn't have you know yeah yeah a yeah, transparency uh, yeah. on an overhead yeah. projector and it was the line drawing of Satan brooding over hell and it was red in this dark heavy color and he said gentlemen cuz it was Mostly men in those days. Gentlemen, whenever you talk about Satan, he is smart enough to use it to his advantage, even if you're teaching it from the Bible. And I've never forgotten it. It was a vivid recollection, and it's a good reminder to all of us. Study the true thing, not the counterfeit. So spiritual warfare is a fascinating subject. I do think it's important. I do think it's present in our churches today, in our world, certainly in our politics. There is so much evil in our political powers around the world, including our own country. So be wise, but don't focus on that. It's there. We acknowledge it, but stand firm. Standing with Christ, standing on the gospel, standing by faith, you're in the safest place you can be when it comes to spiritual warfare.
0: And if I can take like a 50,000 foot backup view, and then I'm going to say what I'm going to say, and you correct me if slash when I'm wrong. (laughs) Like what even is spiritual warfare? And I think a lot of times we think it's just about Satan trying to attack me. And really at the end of the day, spiritual warfare is about Lucifer and his army of angels. They know God's plan of delivering humanity through Eve's seed like they know god's ultimate plan of christ coming to earth sacrificing his life giving us the ability to be reconciled with god and his second coming and so wouldn't you say big picture spiritual warfare is just about lucifer and the fallen angels trying to do whatever they can to thwart God's ultimate plan.
1: It's a big part of it, but you have to keep in mind that, you know, he is the father of lies. He's the deceiver. He's the tempter from the beginning. He's tempting the woman in the garden.
0: Yeah. And not saying it doesn't impact us individually, but that's the big picture. It's not Satan just just trying to attack you to make you have a bad day and to what, you know. This
1: is an overemphasis, in my opinion, on the role of Satan because he can't touch me unless Christ allows it. Yeah, this is the story of Job. Right, we're told to flee temptation. It doesn't say flee Satan. Yeah, it says stand firm. Yeah, and we misappropriate these passages, and because it's exciting to think about the spiritual yeah. warfare, and I'm fighting the devil. And I'm, and we were in college, and there were some kids. There was a alleged Wiccan satanic group out in the East Texas woods, and these college kids were going to go surround the house and pray for it, and. I was an idiot college student teaching the Bible. So I said, you're nuts. Yeah, <laughs> You got yeah. no business, number right. one, going to the woods at night in some house. You don't know where you're yeah. going. What, what are you doing? <laughs> this is nonsense, you know? Well, they need to know Jesus. That's not your job. In daylight, you can talk to people about the Lord. But, you know, we're enamored by it. And you watch yeah. some movie or read. I remember reading a book i don't even want to reference too much of it, but talking about praying and how the, Satan's angels started losing the battle when Christians prayed. Well, that's great fiction, but it's really bad theology. And that's where, again, I don't know why we're enamored by this. Obviously, there's so much, you know, again, this series called Lucifer.
0: I mean, it's why we love Harry Potter. It's why we love Star Wars. Yeah. I mean, we're, there's something in us that I think the supernatural –
1: attracts
0: is attracted us because we are eternal beings, and we don't understand that. I think, and so anything yeah. that's magical or supernatural is, I think we're just, I think we're drawn to it.
1: And unfortunately, it's deception and it's lies. I remember the witch in Endor. I remember for years reading that story, thinking about, you know, he conjured up a witch, and I was thinking, was it a manual? Back at the church in DC, and someone corrected me, and I was so appreciative they did. They said, You need to study that passage a little more carefully. That passage is not what you think it is. And I remember going back and pulling out my Hebrew text and dusting it off. And what's striking there is this witch was shocked, (laughs) not because she conjured up Samuel, it was all fraud. And when Samuel came up in this vision to correct <laughs> it's freaking her out, yeah. going, ah, she's yeah. freaking out, because it was all a charade. Yeah. Now, can people conjure up demons? I don't even care. Uh, <laughs> I think you should focus on Christ. Yeah. Keep your eyes Run fixed on the author and perfecter of life. Yeah. And what child is not afraid of nightmares and demons when you're... Every one of us. I know. Every one of us. I remember as a kid praying, you know, I was afraid of the devil and praying, Jesus, help me, protect me. I remember my dear mother saying, if you pray to Jesus, you know, the devil will flee from you. Well, she wasn't all wrong, but our position in Christ is more secure. Spiritual warfare is real. It's there. It affects world powers. It affects people who don't know Christ. And I think it can influence. We can be tempted. Money, sex, and power, lust of the flesh, lust of the eye, the boastful pride of life. That was the fall in the garden. That's the continual struggle today. So as long as we give in to those voices, we are being tempted and succumbing to our temptations.
0: Well, if you've got a question for Dr. E, call us, text us, email us. We would love to hear from you. Ask Dr. E is part of the Michael Easley in Context ministry. You can find more shows and biblical resources at michaelincontext.com. Ask Dr. E is produced by me, Hannah Seymour, Mixed and mastered by Sonomorphic, and music composed by Jason Germain.